I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Cabby Presents podcast. The playoffs have started, and I'm hyped. You know, after the March Madness tournament and the World Cup, the NHL playoffs are the most compelling. Nothing beats a single elimination tournament, period. I know diehard hockey fans will disagree, but it's very tough to argue that a seven-game series is more compelling. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the run to the Stanley Cup and seeing if Golden State can win the NBA title back-to-back. Drake's giving Golden State like three potential anthems, big rings, which they probably rocked last year, back-to-back, and summer 16. You know what? Any NBA or NHL team that wins this year can rock, rock with summer 16 as they embody the looking for revenge line in the song. You can add Fat Joe and Remy Ma's all the way up as uh, an anthem too. Uh, Side note, check out Steph Curry explaining the references to Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors in Drake's summer 16 on YouTube. I asked Steph Curry about the song and it's on the TSN channel on YouTube. So check that out. Before my guest steps into the booth, score big on game day for you and your guests with Subway Catering. Choose from our delicious piled high sandwich platters or go all the way with a custom made giant sub. Visit Subway.com to order now. Subway, eat fresh. Some orders may require 24 hour advance notice. Actually crushed out a couple of subs this weekend. Uh, so thank you. And now, conversation gets started as the homie has just arrived. Up in the studio. And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone. You know, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life. Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like, like him. Who are you and uh, where do you come from? May I About a decade ago, R&B songstress Jill Scott beautifully punctuated that her life would be golden after navigating through a very difficult time in her marriage. The song has a bounce. It's an announcement. It's like starting your day with the sun filling your room. Well, my guest navigates through difficult defenses. People try to hurt him physically and emotionally, yet he puts smiles on the faces of a diehard Detroit Lions fan base and the millions that draft him on their fantasy football rosters. Golden Tate, welcome to the Cabby Presents podcast. Appreciate it. This is going to be fun. I, I'm sorry that that was a little bit uh, rough off the top. I, I'm, I mean, I'm like sober too, which is <laughs> <laughs> at this time in the morning, it's, it might be strange actually. Um, so dear, dear friends, okay, more often do they refer to you as Showtime like via text or when you're 
you know, with your, like, when you're, like, hey, Showtime, like, will you come over here? Or do they, as many men do, do they rip you with your nickname, Showtime? You, you know, um, most of my followers, if they see me in, in public, like, hey, what's up, Showtime, Tate, or, you know, Showtime. And uh, a lot of men don't feel right calling me golden. So they're like, they call oh, me. Really? They're like, yeah, I'm not calling you golden. I'm just not. I, I'll call you GT, G Tate, right. Tate, whatever. Right. But I'm not calling you golden. And, you know, I get it. It's like that. Uh, what's the famous bit? Was it? Uh, it was Cedric the Entertainer's bit from uh, Kings of Comedy, where he's like, I'm not calling a grown man delicious. And I was yelling on the street. I, I butchered the joke. It's way funnier than what I just did, but had to be there and yeah, see it. It's one of those. It's one of those. I think the dude's name was Daryl too. So, uh, so wait, but so your what about your your friends? I mean, fans call you Showtime, but what about your boys? Uh, yeah, I mean, G G's probably the most used one. Like, G, what's up? Oh, or, okay, you know, G, where you at? Where you know, something like that. But that that's about it. Uh, gee, I was doing some extensive creeping of your Instagram account. Uh-huh. God, how did you get to the Masters? How did you play at friggin' Augusta? I, I didn't play. I didn't play in Augusta. I just went and watched the Friday, Friday, Saturday rounds. And that's, if you're a golfer and you like golf, like, you have to find a way to get there. It is spectacular. I mean, you walk in in the lens, it's like heaven for golfers. I mean, literally, you walk in, you see your favorite players. The concession stands are great. You know, you get a <laughs> you get a beer, a sandwich, a cookie, uh, and a Coke for under 10 bucks. It's great. Oh, and really? Then, and, and, and it flows. It's, you got 60,000 people there, and it flows so quickly. You get to the, the restrooms, a ton of men got to, you know, use the bathroom. It flows. I mean, everything from top to bottom is awesome. But then you get into the the pro shop. The pro shop is dangerous. That's how you get, at, you break your bank in the pro shop because there's so much nice stuff and you can't get it otherwise unless you're there. So, ah. um, you know, I walk in and get two shirts, a ball marker, a hat, you know, a cup, and it's about 300, 400 bucks. I'm like, God, it's so worth it though. So that's where they get you. It's like they make the the food and the the drinks cheap, but the pro shop is where right. that markup is like a hundred percent. Right. And the and the tickets to actually get in it, they're very, very exclusive and hard to get. Um to so, actually yeah. go to be a spectator? Right. Or to get into the pro shop. The yeah. yeah. To to go to, well, you can't get in a pro shop unless you go to the True. event. So um, you know, a ticket per day is probably gonna run around fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Just day. to watch? Just for one day. Yeah. And you went for two days. And, and I went for two days. I, I went with uh Will's up. Um who was a jetting company, a private jetting company that had extra ticket. And it was like, they chose me to come. I was like, yep, I'll go. So, <laughs> so when you, uh, when you get there, like, I, I imagine most people head to the grandstand at the 18th hole and they, they post up or whatever, but are most people like when you get there, are you following a particular golfer or are you staying at a hole and watching the golfers rotate through? Yeah, so I went last year for the first time, so I'm pretty much I'm a, I'm a veteran now. So what you do is you get you you get your chair and gates open at like eight thirty. You get your chair and you go sit it down on at Amen Corner somewhere or on eighteen or or nine, and they're really really strict. Like you cannot touch that person's chair. Like you can't move that person's chair an inch to fit your chair. So you gotta. And they're real strict about it. So you, you go drop your chair off uh, wherever you want to be, and then you just roam around. Like, I, I watch Ricky, Rory, Jordan, uh, my man Bubba, uh, Schnedeker, uh, Harris English, a, a bunch of uh, the Big Easy after the first hole. Um, you, you go watch whoever you want, and then once it gets late in the day, usually, I, like, on Friday I had it at on 18, on 18. So all these guys are finishing 
Uh, I'm like feet away from the hole and just chilled, just chilled and watch him come in. And it was awesome. It, it was awesome. I want to go back next year. So you didn't, so you didn't get, I thought you got to play at the match. Did you play there or uh, Augusta? Did you play last year? No, no, no. So the, the last two years I've gone to, it's a perfect setup for me. I've gone to the Masters for two days and then I've gone to South Carolina up to, out to Myrtle Beach to support my man Darius Rucker in his Monday after the Masters event, which is a pro-am. It's a you know practice round on Sunday, the actual pro-am on Monday. So as you can imagine, after seeing seeing those guys golf, I'm, I'm feeling real motivated and encouraged. You feel confident about your game. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm like, I'm going to go shoot low. And then I get out there. And I'm back to my old shenanigans, double bogeying and triples and all that crap. But, do, okay, did you have a quadruple bogey, though? Like no, you, no, 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 no. No seven putts or quads. Like, it, would you, if, if that happened to you, would you, have, would you have thrown a club or would you have, like, would you have just left the course? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave because I don't give up. I might. Okay, nice. I might. I wouldn't. I wouldn't break a club, but it might be slightly bent. <laughs> it, it, might, it might not be usable. Excuse me. Um, and usually that club's probably gonna be my putter because I'm. I'm terrible at putting. I feel like. I feel like golf and uh, golf's like the one sport where it's okay. Like dudes will never get really chirped or ripped for their fashion. Like, dudes can wear white pants in January golfing. People are like, yeah, that's fine. But, like, I feel like if you if you wear white pants, some people still uh, subscribe to the rule, like, no white pants after Labor, Labor Day. Day. I personally don't. I don't know. what. How, how are you? Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a bigger dude, so I'm not really rocking white pants ever because <laughs> I have a large bum. But uh, for you, as a, as a lean dude, good-looking dude, do you rock white pants after Labor Day? No. No. Oh, so, okay. I, but... Streetwear, I don't rock it after Labor Day, but golf golf course, anything goes. Like you'll right. see me out in some loudmouth golf shorts. I can show you some <laughs> right. pictures on my Instagram. Uh, you see me in some knickers every now and then. I'm kind of I'm one of those guys. Like I think, all right, I gotta if you I can dress good and play like crap, but you can't play like crap and dress bad. So I, you know, I'm, I expect to play bad. So I just I dress sharp. I look like I look official. If you look on my Instagram, my last. No, you few, do. Yeah, I, that's what that's what I saw because I saw you. I, were you in the post shop when you had the Masters cap on and? You had you had some white pants in that and that. Yeah, so that was and, that was in Myrtle Beach at the event, and I was just oh, in my hotel me. room. Oh, okay. I, I really liked my outfit, so I put <laughs> I put on the auto shoot and did like a little photo shoot by myself. <laughs> Don't share like that a, with anyone. A, the uh, like the timer on your phone. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I actually set it on a lamp, upward angle, of course. Right, um, and it you know took about ten photos, and I selected the ones I liked. Golden, you don't need to do the upper angle because you're already a slim guy. <laughs> People normally do that, you know. Your phone, you know, you angle it downward so you get that slimming angle. Yeah. Dude, you could go from like a low angle up, and you still look look no, great. Man. You probably look jacked, actually. I, nah, I'm not definitely not jacked. I, I got a little double chin if you get the wrong, wrong angle. Is that why you wearing a chin strap beard today? <laughs> you just hide no, no, it. No, 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 no. I was kind of kidding, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, dang, put me on blast. I no, can't see man, you right no, now. Man. Hey, uh, can you uh, tell me about uh, Devin Taylor's um, suit? Okay, so on your Instagram, so this dude is like, what is he, 6'7", six, 6'8"? Six, he's, yeah. he's a giant yeah, he's tall. man. He's tall. And he was wearing sort of a Christmas print uh, suit. It was like head to toe. It was like red, white, and uh, red, white, and blue, and had like, it just looked very uh, Christmas or- ornate. That's not the right word. Looks like Christmas accessories, that kind of a print. Um, first of all, did he tell you how much he spent on that particular suit? No, I didn't ask. I, 
I didn't ask. I, I didn't want to know, actually, because if you spent a lot of money on that, I'd be real disappointed. Oh, but if, dude, if you he's got six, it for, seven for sure. He's, he had to get that custom. You know, I don't know. Maybe he did get it from Loudmouth.com. Who knows? I mean, Loudmouth has a lot of a lot of stuff. You can get full suits uh, for a decent price. I mean, it's more funny than anything, but he, he, he always dresses bold, and uh, he, he pulls it off well. I mean, he has a personality to do it. And, it's, and they say it's about confidence, but when you saw it, were you like, man... You know, I I was more. Or did like, you laugh when you first saw it? Was this? Kind of, it was kind of like a laugh, like <laughs> "Come on, man!" <laughs> but can anybody say that to him? Like, is because uh, if you're like six seven or six eight, I I imagine dudes aren't going to ch- rip you too much unless you're right in the inner circle or you have that relationship yeah. with a dude that big. I, I would say the guys in our locker room we're really close, and we don't do it anything in a malicious way. Uh, we, we usually just have fun. Like, he'll, like, we'll crack on him, he'll crack on us, and that'll be the end of We don't, like, go home and, like, get super emo and depressed about it. Right. You know, but, you know, we, we have fun. We will we will have fun. Like, he definitely heard some noise from a couple people, um, but it's all fun. It's on it's on Golden Tate's uh, Instagram account, this photo. And it's, Showtime you guys, Tate. Yeah, and uh, you guys are uh, at an airport or something, yeah? Or we're getting on to getting on the plane, heading to one of our games. Um, who's the dude in your locker room that that like guys crack on, but or that are, guys are a little bit apprehensive to crack jokes with joke jokes about? Um, because that because that dude may not take it as well. You know, uh, we we have a I don't really. Cassius Vaughn used to be in there, and he he would rip you real quick if you say anything to him. And he he comes he comes with fire when it when it comes to jokes. And like you, you just don't want to go in that b- battle because once you said your last joke, he has about ten more. So he was. Funny. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, I just like no one, no. I mean, no one takes it as a aggressive way. It's just all fun. Like we see each other every single day for months and months and months. You need something to, to, to keep it fun and, and keep it fresh. So we, we crack on each other. We we play video games. We crack on each other. We play ping pong and mess around and go out there and try to ball and win games. I mean, the, the good thing is, like, it's, you know, if it's six months or, you're, or eight months that you guys are together, there's, like, 53 dudes, a bunch of coaches, a bunch of other persons. There's a lot of different people. But if you're, like, say you're a golfer, and you just see your caddy and your like hitting coach or swing coach every day. You'd be like, man, this is. I need a break from these people. In your situation, you got you know fifty other dudes, so you'll just get it. Even if the, there are days where you don't really feel like it, someone's well, just gonna get you. If you don't want to be cracked on, then what you gotta do is you got you gotta dress conservative. Wear, don't wear anything bold like Devin or sometimes <laughs> myself, or don't come in with a jacked up haircut. Keep your ball cap on, your hoodie on. In a straight face, but you come in there cracking jokes, you don't get cracked on. But I, I know the feeling. There's there's definitely days you wake up and just don't want to be bothered. But uh, <laughs> you, you still got to go to work. Um, but the good thing is we have a bunch of good people around us. I mean, although you don't want to be bothered by anyone, you still have good guys around you. You know, if you don't, and you, you can kind of separate yourself, go take a nap or, you know. <laughs> can you sleep at the at the practice facility? Uh, on lunch lunch break, you can. You can you're take like, a little I, cat nap and you reflect on what's going to put you in a better mood because you still got to practice. And going out to practice in a bad mood is just a disaster for uh, – it's a disaster. Where can you sleep? Just at your – like in a lounge, like on a couch? Yeah, we have, we have like a little player's lounge or you can go lay down in front of your locker. It might be a bit noisy, but – or you can go in your position room. The position room is probably the best place to sleep because usually no one's in the position room studying film unless you have to be there. And so, like, I've, there's been days I've just been tired. I had a long night, stayed up a little too late watching Netflix or whatever it might right. be, and 
you just want to take a nap, and that's all you really need is a little nap, and you'll be, you're ready to go. So you just go in a position room. Hey, were you crushing out, not not that it's a Netflix show, but were you crushing out the people versus OJ? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was eating that, like, eating it like popcorn. Dude. Oh, I not, not even, love it. More like what, I don't know what your favorite junk food is, because you probably don't eat, eat it cream. anymore. Ice cream. Ben and Jerry's, American Dream, my favorite. <laughs> I want some right now. Let's get it in here. I can murder a whole bag of, of Doritos. Like, oh, wow. with Yeah, like the big ones. So do you like the Dorito tacos from, from Taco Bell? No, I've I've never had them. What? What do you mean? The, I hope you I hope you guys have it here. Um, ta- we yeah, have Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Okay, Taco Bell has like uh, you, you can get like the red kind or the cool the cool ranch is the other one. Yeah, cool and rancho or spicy nacho. Right, you can get all those in a taco. Oh no, I didn't. Oh. I haven't been to Taco Bell since I was in high school. Oh yeah, I haven't been in a while either. But <laughs> I, if you like Doritos, you you'll like this. I'll tell you that. Good looking out. What's the what's the uh, what's the junk food that you used to eat as a kid that you you no longer binge or you no longer snack on because you're like oh, I'm a professional athlete. Maybe I shouldn't be um, eat putting this particular thing in food item into my system anymore. I tried. So I I grew up in the South, and in the South. Um, and in, in the states, everything is is just completely has butter in it. You know, you put butter in everything, right? And all the vegetables. And that sounds delicious, actually. And it, it really is. And I, it took me a while to, to get rid of it um, until I found I had high cholesterol at the time. So I, <laughs> uh, it's, it's probably should go. But, <laughs> You're um, like 21, and like, why yeah. do I have high cholesterol? But my something I just I can't shake it right now, and I, can, and I don't really want to. Um, it's ice cream. I just I can't. I shouldn't be eating ice cream because it makes my stomach hurt and. My fiance doesn't appreciate it sometimes, but I, I just you, oh because oh because your stomach hurts yeah. and there's certain gases that are just yeah barreling yeah, through yeah. there yeah that, that, <laughs> they want to be released like friggin' yeah. Ghostbusters yeah 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 um so ice cream I just I have to eat it I just have to only way to not eat it is just to burn down all the ice cream places around me. <laughs> but that's one thing I, I don't want to give up right now so I'm not I'm not gonna give it up and. So I even ha- I even have ice cream before the day before the game is that's my that's my only tradition, as um, I have to have a bowl of ice cream with peanuts and Reese's pieces and cookies and cream and whipped cream and chocolate all on it. I, ha- I have to do it. And that's Dude, my- how big is the bowl that you're eat of ice cream? It's it's pretty big. It's 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 pretty big, and I eat it all too. But then I go out and pl- I play. I perform. So do you pl- do you eat it guilt free? Yeah, it's just, it's it's a part of my tradition. Even when I was a, a rookie and when I, my Super Bowl year, that's what I do. It's just that's my one guilty pleasure that I just do it. I like it. I like it. I wish I could uh, do the same. I'm more of a salt guy, unfortunately, so I don't have that same urge for uh, ice cream. My when I was a kid, I used to eat Twix bars mm. a lot, and I used to, I can murder like you know because they're they're pretty small, and when you're like ten, I guess they probably fit in your hand. They seem normal size, but I could eat like two or three of those and i had a a paper route and that was like my first job is delivering the toronto sun on sundays from like 5 30 in the morning to about 7 30 and afterwards i knew like the one variety store that was open at that time and i'd go get a, a twix bar or t- i'll go i'd pay for one i was a kit but Kat guy kit kats were, were my go-to's yeah and even three musketeers for a while and that kind of got out yeah of oh yeah i remember those they had pretty good commercials yeah so you're here in Toronto uh, on behalf of NFL Canada, and there's a program called NFL Play 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you so go, when you are you're going to speak to big groups of kids, do you like 
do you go and do you run them through drills or what what is that interaction like it, it kind of depends on the schedule um what i like to do is i like to spend as much time as i can with the kids and and try to get the point across um you know i i try to live live the example of of, of playing for 60 minutes uh, in my job i probably play a little longer than 60 minutes a day but um just just showing them how important it is i mean and, and some people dream of being a professional athlete. Some people dream of being lawyers, doctors, whatever they want to be. But at the same, you still have to have a healthy lifestyle. And a healthy lifestyle is is being outside and running and being active for 60 minutes at least and also fueling your body. Without those two things in your life, you can't succeed in anything, really. You have to be healthy in everything you do, especially if you want to live a long, long time. Um, so I just want to urge, like, kids, get outside and play. Uh, when I was growing up, we didn't have... Uh, the Xboxes and the Playstations so much. So a great day for me was going out early in the morning on a summer day in, in Nashville and playing with my buddies. You know, we would play hockey. We'd play hide and go seek. You guys played baseball. hockey in Nashville? Well, Like road hockey? Yeah, we will kind of be like either on rollerblades and we would make sticks out of, you know, Home Depot poles and stuff and <laughs> sticks. And we, we would make it. We made them. You know, we was, we, you know. Wait, you guys, you guys are like, like MacGyvering uh, equipment. Yeah, yeah, we would. Yeah, yeah, we we made everything because we couldn't <laughs> afford to go buy it and play for it for a day. So we we would make everything we kind of needed, and that was those were the best days. I, just growing up, being outside from from the sun come up all the way to the sun come down. It was and almost there wasn't enough time because my parents were like they would say you need to be home by the street lights, and I would always push it. It'd be like I'd wait till the last street light came on, <laughs> like right. all ten would be on, but the eleventh wasn't on yet. And then no, that one wasn't on yet, mom. And, th- and that's just, I think we need to get back to that. And I, I think video games are starting to, to move towards that. The Wii and the Kinect help help it out a little bit. Yeah. But kids, I would say, if you want to be great, um, like the Calvin Johnsons, uh, the Cam Newtons, you know, hopefully me one day, you got you to gotta practice being outside and working and practicing that, your, your skills, and also feeling your body to allow your body to do these things and not be injured so does the does the time ever allow you to like if you have say a group of 100 kids or maybe like 50 kids it's a little more manageable where you at you physically do i don't know if it's jumping jacks you do sprints you do push-ups like are you like do you ever become coach tate i'm not not life coach tate but like football coach tate yeah yeah i mean i I just want to help so um i'm here to to help uh nfl canada play 60 uh, get their message across, and if they need me to to instruct these kids on some drills, I'll do. I'll happily do that. I mean, I love playing football, and usually they have football activities there, so I can do those all day and all night. So, hopefully, the kids can see what I'm doing, uh, imitate it, and take it home and do it as well. But uh, yeah, I, I like being I like being coach Coach Tate. I mean, you never know. Like maybe when these kids your, like what's coach, the language like? Um. It it, it kind of depends on the age group, like that. The, like the, high like high school age dudes. Uh, high school, I'm I'm grilling them. I'm I'm, I'm on their tails. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna give them a little taste of what it's like to be a professional. Um, you know, I, I I explain the best I can, and then it's up to you to to listen and and try to mimic it. Like you know, if if, if there's something you just genuinely don't get, then I'll teach it to you. I'll walk you through it. But hey, it's it's you know when you're that age. You gotta get grilled sometimes. It's, it's time to go. Positive reinforcement though. It's always positive. Never like. You suck, or you're not very good. It's like, hey, come on, man, get your get your crap together. You can do this. I'm rooting for you, but in a probably a bigger tone. 
<laughs> right, right. Have you ever had a kid that challenged you? I mean, you know, when you're like 14 or 16 or 17, you're like, your confidence is pretty high if you're a pretty decent athlete. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to like race a kid or or do more push-ups than a kid or jump higher than a kid just to like, if someone was really feeling themselves and you had to like, oh, let me just, here's just a little spoonful of humble pie. You know, I've been challenged a, a lot of times and, I'm to the point where these kids, these 16-year-olds, probably are really close to beating me. I'm, what do you, you mean? Know, I'm getting old. You know, Guy, aren't you? You're like 27. But in but in football years, I'm seven years in. You know, I'm, I'm starting to. Yeah, but, in, but plus, in regular human years, you're a very young man and right. an amazing athlete. Right, but last thing I want to do is have a camera on me and a 16-year-old challenging me, and I get beat or. I'm get, I'm trying to race them, and I pop a hammy or something. That's the last thing be, I need. So that, I, that would be that would that would be that just, would be good. And that'd be embarrassing, and it'd probably be online. I just look like a fool. Like how <laughs> how is this guy a professional athlete? I don't know. <laughs> You'd be on a vine for sure, or yeah. on someone's Instagram account, and taking that L. That wouldn't. Uh, that would be good L. You meant you mentioned Calvin um, Johnson earlier. Uh, when he retired, what kind of text messages were you getting from your friends? Like, is this like were you getting like, yo, is this guy for real? Or how can you leave all this money on the table? Or 2016, Showtime Tate's gonna have a massive year. Yeah, uh, kind of all, all of those questions. Um, you know, but people are, were asking, is he really done? Uh, you know, what's really going on? Why is he retiring? Or is this the Barry Sanders effect? Um, and I would explain, you know. Calvin, the play at that level played for so long, um, and people don't think like was nine years, ten years for him to play at that level for so long and be elite and and take those hits that can hurt. And you you got to remember that at the end of the day, this life of, of playing football is very very short. You have so much more life. You have fifty, sixty more years of living that you got to worry about. You got generations of kids, so your you know your kids grow up, then your grandkids, and what's more important, like. These three year, these three or four years that you try to push out in addition, or playing with your kids, seeing your grandkids grow old, and being there to remember it. Um, mm, you know, it's right. a very physical sport. You got, you also got, you got to think about those things. It's more than just the the here and now. Um, and it's more, you know, what's what's more important, the money or just having knowledge and being able to remember. So wait, you, know, you were to able to say all this in your text messages responses? No, well, like did you make one long text and just copy and paste no, it? To no, just people a, was asking it's kind of this is compiled of everything I've said okay. over the over the months that's happened. I mean, this these are all just things I've said. And then when it comes to and then you also have, hey, it's, I'm drafting you first round in the in, in fantasy this right. year, and that's when yeah, hey, let's do it. Let's okay. do, I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, the show must go on. So um, those are just some of my answers, but. Usually I just I hit Siri up and and say it in a voice memo. <laughs> and Siri does the work for you. Yeah. When did when did you uh, last question about Calvin? When did you like? Did you hear like the rest of us like you know Schefter or it's probably Schefter is like yeah this dude is is planning on retiring or did you get a were you part of like a, a receivers group chat? Then you just there was like hey fellas I'm I'm I'm, I'm shutting it down. Uh, and that's it for me. Like, did you get one of those messages? Calvin's kind of a keep to himself, don't say much kind of guy. But we had a few discussions that hinted at it. But uh, I was okay. just thinking, all right, he's you know this this is a long season. He's tired, just ready to get out of here. Maybe you know maybe once March comes, you know April comes, he's like, all right, I'm ready to go again and just you know won't retire. But um, he has his reasons. I don't know the deep down reasons, but I know that he was he was in a lot of a lot of pain. Ah. Uh. Could you see? I'm looking at your hands and your receiver. Your hands aren't jacked up. I mean, like, you feel that. 
What? what? Oh, there's like a. T- oh yeah, there's t- one of your. Uh, Look at that. Metacarpals. Okay, yeah, your pinkies. Your pinkies are like they're doing. They they're doing, walking. They're, yeah. <laughs> your pinkies are like if you had to play that game where they're like goalposts. <laughs> your, 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 your goalposts are bent a little bit. Yeah. But I'm surprised. Like, there's no like big scars on your hands, and and well, maybe well because you're not a running back, and some of the running backs have jacked up hands. But I'm I'm. Pleasantly surprised that your hands look like regular humans' hands. Other than that, that bump that's friggin' in the middle of your your ring finger. Your, the, what are these carpal? These are metacarpals, right? I don't know. And your fingers are called phalanges. Sure, I sure. think. So anyway, okay. So for for the viewer at home, if if uh, if you're p- pressing onto uh, Golden's uh, palm under his ring ring finger, uh, I don't know what this line is called. There's like a there's like it's a hard. It's uh, it's almost like a marble is a small marbles in it, and it's just it's really it feels like a lot of scar tissue that's that's in oh, there. Oh, probably yeah. And that's what I think it is. Um, I've had doctors check it out, um, and they say it's nothing serious unless my hands start to bend. So, you know, good news is I will be able to play. It does hurt sometimes, but it's nothing that's going to stop me. Does it affect your? Uh, does nope. it affect your golf swing? Mm-mm. That was my first question. <laughs> to the doctor, listen, I know I'm a professional football player and I make a great life doing it, but listen, is this going to mess up my golf swing? Because I'll be golfing until I'm about 75 yeah. years old. And besides, I, I think with these hands I have, you could probably take my pinky off. I'll still, still, be, I'll still be able to catch it. So, And you'll still want to play Ronnie Lott. Yeah. Uh, one quick question about golf uh, and also uh, basketball. I feel like Putting in golf, as we saw, unfortunately, Jordan Spieth have a meltdown at the Masters on, on 12. And shooting free throws, those are the two things in sports where average sports fans feel like they could probably do as good as the pros or or, or somewhere on par. Unlike your dude, Andre Drummond in Detroit, who shoots like 35% from the free throw line, you could hit a free throw. Okay, well, when it comes to putting... Absolutely no chance. I mean, these greens are, it's like sometimes you the greens. You couldn't make a 10-foot putt? I mean, I could if I had probably 10 tries. I would get it eventually. But when you have thousands of people around you, like these greens, like they yeah, look Golden, straight. You play in a building of 80,000 people and all they, they're doing is yelling and making noise the whole time. Yeah, but the the the, the ground is flat. Like I'm not, like, oh, yeah. like these greens, you can't even, you can't see breaks in them sometimes. Like you just can't see it. And like. If you get the speed off by ten percent, the ball could be, you know, ten feet past the hole. Okay, Again, like point, did you yeah. see? Did you see Ernie Els on, no, on I, was one, it one out the gate? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never done that. I've never put it that many times uh, in a match, but like, it's 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 possible. It is possible, and you see, like, it's putting looks easy because they make it look easy, and like they hit these these unbelievable putts. But it is hard. I struggle at putting. I struggle struggle. I'm so bad, and then. Field goal or um, free throws. I mean, you can hit a free throw. I feel like if you're a professional, you can hit you, a free you, throw, and you should practice those. I mean, if you can shoot a jumper, why can't you shoot a free throw when you're not even? It's not being contested. I, I, but then again, I'm not a professional basketball player, so I don't know. I feel like you can hit a free throw. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can go seven for ten. <laughs> seven for ten is pretty good. I mean, Andre does three for ten. And this dude gets fake millions. Okay, I know you got to go soon, uh, so wrap this up. What real quick? Um, the Golden State Warriors are naturally your favorite team, yeah, because of your name. Yeah. No, sure. you shrugged your shoulders. That's not your squad. I mean, that, yeah, they're not. What's what squad was in Tennessee? Memphis. 
Yeah, but Memphis just got there like last week. Well, I'm a Tennessee boy. We, I mean, yeah, but when, like, I, I like I, my my team is the Clippers. I like the Clippers. I what? like Chris. I like How? Chris, Chris Paul. He's he's a buddy of mine. I know him personally. Coach Caldwell knows him, so I respect his game. I respect I respect his, his work ethic. I'm not a. I mean, I'm not a bandwagon guy. Okay, wait, wait a second. But were you Clippers? Were you Clippers and like oh like Lamar Odom, Darius Miles Clippers, or were you Clippers when Chris Paul got there? And were you a New Orleans fan before because of your your relationship with Chris Paul? Well, I just recently started caring about basketball over really? the last probably ten, 10 years, and so I just became a, I like I just like the Clippers. I mean, I like I like the combination of guys they have there. So, I mean, yeah. So Golden State, it's not your golden. You know, I like the Golden Tate T-shirt by the way with the foot the Golden Tate inside the football logo. Yeah, thank that's you. that's dope. That's thank dope. You. I was creeping on your site. Wasn't too. <laughs> wasn't uh, Golden State? Didn't they have La- Latrell Sprewell back in the yeah, day? Yeah, man, dude, they, they're like in the late nineties. Yeah, I mean, only reason I even knew about Golden State Warriors is because I used to play like uh, was it NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and so it's Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, yeah. and uh, and Chris Mullen. Yep, run TMC, mm-hmm. and there's just and Chris Mullen just hits like every three uh, three pointer. Yeah, I, I like the I used to like the Bad Boys, uh, D- Detroit Pistons. I like them. Obviously, the Bulls. Everyone loved the Bulls. And, you know, that's surprising that you're you've just recently become a basketball fan. Like the last ten years, I'm, like the, I, I like I like playing. But like, see, growing up, I I would love I like playing sports. I would watch like a quarter of it, then my ADD kick in, and I go outside and play. Right, and that's just like that. I I don't like to watch really any sports. Well, now I do just because I don't, I can't move around like I used to. But I just I like playing them. Dude, you're not an old man, okay? Remember, <laughs> in human years, you are a very young man, okay? Only in football years do you have any kind of age on you. Well, that's what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> that's, that's the beast that I'm dealing with. Understood. Uh, and I appreciate you dealing with my dumbass for the last half an hour. Uh, it was it was great to meet you. I've only heard you, I've heard your interviews on the Levitard show, and I'm a huge fan of Dan Lebe, Dan Levitard. I'm not. So, <laughs> so when I heard you come by TSN, I'm like, oh, I, I have to speak to this dude. Uh, so uh, now I'm a fan. I don't know if I'm going to fully rock the Detroit Lions, but when I see 15 out there, I'm like, I've met that dude. He's a nice dude, and I had a great conversation I appreciate with him. it. And you guys go out there and follow me on, on Instagram and Twitter at Showtime Tate. Um, and I just opened up my Snapchat, GTate23. We got some good stuff coming your way. And if you want to support me, get on my, my website, goldentateshop.com, and we got some pretty cool gear and some some sweaters that'll keep you warm these last few weeks of coldness out in Toronto. On behalf of all the uh, the chubby kids that you will see over the course of your time here in Toronto, uh, thank you, and maybe push the chubby kids to do a couple extra burpees and <laughs> and, and alternating lunges. All it is is your diet. Eat well, you'll be so much better off. Harder than it's. Harder than you think. I know. Trust me, dude. After this, I might go do your ice cream, (laughs) your ice cream routine. Golden, thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Golden Tate on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.